0: Little, little more hit. of uh, the hardcore horse porn.
1: Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks,
0: we geeks, we're geeks without God. We're
2: geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We are geeks we geeks
3: we geeks without god we do not recognize moral authority, we don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks, geeks. without God.
1: This week on Geeks Without God, we're talking to longtime friend of the show, Jeremy Stomberg. He is the announcer for First Wrestling, and he tells us all about it. We're
0: geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. God.
1: Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Molly Glover, joined as always by my co-hosts, Tim Wick. I'm
2: so glad to be here.
1: And Nick Glover. You're in for it now, brother. And we have <laughs> an amazing treat for you. It is our dear old friend of the show, Jeremy Stomberg. Take a drink.
3: Yeah. Hello, everyone.
1: Oh, for God's sake. Jimmy, I didn't want to be no. a joiner. I didn't want to be a joiner. You need to be... Okay, I'm sorry. Was, okay, John okay. Maddening is hey, here. Hey,
3: everybody. How's it going? I'm so happy to be here in the glorious beautiful domicile of Nick and Molly.
1: That's right. We are recording... In person for the first time.
3: Don't live. I live much closer to Tim, and that would have been much more convenient, but I'm always happy to travel for my 13th favorite podcast.
1: Aw, that's great. That would be great. We made the top 15. Lucky
3: number 13. So that's John
1: Maddening, Jeremy's uh, alter ego, uh, who most
3: people like. Persona? Mm
1: Persona? Persona. Sure.
3: Nom de plus. Nom
1: de plus. (laughs) Uh, And you you are the, the announcer for First Wrestling. Uh, F-1-R-S-T. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tell us about First Wrestling.
3: Uh, First Wrestling actually started back in uh, 2007 uh, when Eric Cannon, who is the owner-promoter, he was on a show uh, on MTV2 called Wrestling Society X. Okay. And basically he got a a good amount of money. And unlike a lot of wrestlers, (laughs) he uh, was very smart with it. And he decided uh, that he wanted to start his own promotion. He used that for uh, some seed money. Uh, he had a good relationship with the First Avenue Nightclub. If, you've, if you're if you not from the Twin Cities, that's where they shot Purple Rain. Uh, if you are from the Twin Cities, it's where most people they went shot to their Purple first Rain. concert. Well, that's <laughs> true as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's where most of us probably went to one of our first concerts. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Or and, maybe you
1: went to Danceteria. <laughs> yeah. Sunday night dance
3: party. Uh, but... So he had a good relationship with them because he had worked there for a while. So he was able to get the uh, the room uh, at a, a, you know a good a good price by yeah. knowing what dates they didn't have shows for <laughs> to do to, and
1: and to have like basically like local was it all local wrestlers at the time
3: yeah at the time it was uh, started bringing some other up and coming folks as well folks from from Iowa and in uh, Chicago uh, but. Eventually got bigger and bigger and uh, had some more national, international folks. And then in 2013, he decided to kind of refocus it, uh, re, kind of restart it, and started a thing called Wrestlepalooza. And that's when I joined ah. uh, Wrestlepalooza. Is, the idea is basically there are, there are three things in life. There is professional wrestling, mm-hmm. there is live music, okay. and there is burlesque. Now, everyone you know... Likes at least one of those things.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. A lot of people... Like two of those things, yeah. But only the coolest people <laughs> like all three of those things. So,
0: <laughs> do, you, do you like all three of those things?
3: Absolutely. So, so I the coolest question people, your premise right from the outset. The coolest people and me <laughs> like all of those things. Uh, so basically, it's kind of a uh, the idea is it's a big party. Yeah. It's if you if you're not necessarily a fan of of pro wrestling yet, uh, but you are a fan of say. Uh, Sweet Pea who is one of the, uh, like, she's won international, Miss International Burlesque uh, numerous yeah. years, uh, if you're a fan of a certain band. U2. Uh, not that band.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> Led Zeppelin. <laughs> we have not played the
3: Sphere yet, so. Um, yeah, U2's
0: got a residency in Vegas,
3: right? Yeah. Oh, that's they're, right. They're that's busy. right. Busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so basically we started doing that uh, twice a year, and then just kind of that got more and more successful, and we added more shows. This We just got off of our uh, busiest summer ever. We had a ton of shows uh, yeah, you all really... over uh, Minnesota and uh, Western Wisconsin and down to Iowa, uh, and our second show, sellout show, at the Mall of America, uh, which we just did in September. Yeah. And in the
1: Rotunda. The Rotunda. Where the three of us have uh, also performed.
3: Yes. Uh, everyone at this Did
1: table has performed in costume at the Mall, Mall of America, of America Rotunda. Rotunda. I
3: wouldn't say what I have a, what I have is a costume. Jeremy. A,
1: it's a fucking costume. We've seen those it's suits. not. It's you're
3: tailored. not wearing a, you're it. You're not wearing tailored. it right now.
4: <laughs> uh my course it's Yeah, my my Renfest shirt is absolutely tailored. His, his
1: shoes are custom made for yeah. his feet. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: I right, also so, have a costume.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cares too. I okay. will say, so, uh, but so like, has are a it, Did it always have? Because it, it has kind of a it has kind of a reputation for being geeky. Not yep. not just like, sure. and and which I don't think people would would expect from the pro wrestling crowd. Mm-hmm. And this is I I don't know. To me, I've been to a few of these shows, and I I liken this to, If you don't like baseball, you might go see a St. Saint Paul Saints game and change your mind because mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah, because they're hungrier. There's more heart. There's more like there's they're having more fun they're able yep. to be a little more silly and that, more that's how it felt sumo like wrestling
0: suits
3: yeah, yeah. It, yeah i mean it's not so what we try to do is give a little something for everyone there there's a lot there is a lot of comedy wrestling mm-hmm. we have an entire group of basically uh radioactive animals for that's <laughs> <Yes>, right <laughs> we have super atomic thunder frog who is a giant frog from I've outer s- space i've seen him he's great who carries a uh, who carries a, a massive hammer that only he can lift <laughs> which is totally original
2: uh
3: <laughs> And then we have, of course, uh, uh, Big Opossum, who has one of the world's worst, worst Australian accents, uh, (laughs) and carries around uh, in a pouch uh, his little joey, and... (laughs) Uh, uses that as a as a distraction or a, as a weapon. He plays possum is one of his uh, oh, one of sure. oh sure oh uh, sure and he bites people on the butt. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, El Funky Fox, who is a a fox from the seventies, who comes kind of discos in and has a has a great medallion that he'll hypnotize people and force them to have a dance party. Oh no, yeah,
1: that sounds very dangerous <laughs> in the square circle. In the square in the circle. Uh,
3: but then also there's uh, a lot of like the high flying Lucha Libre type stuff. Mm-hmm. There is. The more of deathmatch stuff, so Badger
1: Briggs, who does like blood work and yep, stuff, yep. I've seen her. She gets crazy, man. Yep, like, yep. yeah. Uh,
3: and then uh, just kind of, and then traditional uh, pro wrestling as well. So the, it, the the cool thing is, it's a it's a smorgasbord. It's if you don't like a particular match, there's probably you'll like the next one mm-hmm. because there's a lot of just different stuff. Um, and yeah, so we've tried to kind of focus in on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a weird thing to say. Is you're focusing in on being ca- on casting a wide net.
1: No, totally inches so. deep, miles wide. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it, it's it's so and so. This seems like your crowd. Just based on you know, I, I've I've you know, we're friends on like Twitter and stuff, and and you guys have seen the 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 Facebook interactions we see from people. I know people who only know you as John Madden, yeah. who don't know your real name.
3: I would like to keep that. Yeah, in, but, I know. So. I'm I'm screwed now.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if they listen to this podcast, there's yeah, okay.
3: that that one you're... guy out there
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's going, No <laughs> What? The same Jeremy Stomberg. <laughs> 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 same <laughs> Jeremy
0: Stomberg is also John yeah, Madden? The yeah. guy I mean, who
1: looks exactly like Jeremy Stomberg is oh, Jeremy don't, Stomberg. <laughs> don't
3: yeah, don't uh, don't insult John Madden like that. That's terrible. You
1: see a lot of a lot of fucking nerds in the audience and people who I think you know, would identify as being you know geeky and possibly godless yep. in other areas, and who obviously enjoy comedy. It seems like a it seems like there's, it seems like something that people are are really finding a place for them, and and you appeal to all sorts of people. Yeah,
3: well, I mean, I, I, one of the things I, I I like to liken it to is, you uh, you obviously the three of you have been to to Disney World a lot. Uh, and
2: I, I, I have been, mean, to I have been a, lot. A-, a few times a- He's yeah. been a lot <laughs> Averaged out <laughs> Yeah. You've oh, three sure. if you have average it a, I have think Nick and I have been, been there like lot. 30 <laughs> times Yeah. yeah.
3: But uh, I liken it to the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular <laughs> mm. Which oh, sure. is you know, it's it's a fun little uh, there's there's a live action stunt show that's happening. Yeah. And there's a little storyline. Yeah. It happens. It's not necessarily the same storyline you'll see on the big screen or on T V, mm-hmm. but it is a storyline. It is uh it is moving through, it's showing you kind of a little bit behind the curtain. There's a there's a bit of a, a wink to the camera mm-hmm. as it as it were. We're not the keepers of kayfabe and making sure that everybody believes that every single thing is real. Right. But yeah. I, so
4: re- pro wrestling has never really been my bag, but I, I appreciate it. Um, like Prince music. Uh, it, it's it's not for me, but I can recognize the talent, right? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I I think a lot of my preconceived notions about wrestling mm-hmm. are probably from like the 90s. Yeah. Right? And so when I think pro wrestling, I don't necessarily... Think the cr- the crowd that I'd see at like Convergence, mm-hmm. or that I would assume listens to our podcast, even though I I logically know that's not correct. Yeah, and and I I, I tend to think of like more rural, like bro-y. a s- bro-y mm-hmm. like kind of toxically masculine. Sure. Like there's a lot of these like preconceived notions I have about wrestling that everything you talk about on social media or, or in person about your experience there is completely different. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it contradicts all the preconceived notions I have about, about
3: pro wrestling. Well, I mean, a lot of your preconceived notions are absolutely accurate. I mm-hmm. mean, it's fully dependent because there's a billion, that's a accurate number, a billion <laughs> uh, independent wrestling promotions all over the sure. world. And a ton of them have very, uh, backwards thinking backwards booking uh kind of stuff there's folks that just won't book women at all there's folks that will (laughs) uh that a lot of the folks that we book uh a lot of uh queer folks they won't book them uh there's a lot of folks that will just because they i mean we've been able to go into tiny little towns and just do our thing yeah and there might be a there might be a comment or two from the crowd, but again, that's it's it's like uh, you know stand-up comedy. It's like there's a heckler. Well, yeah, you're ready to take them down. So it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of crap that's out there, but we try to strive to be better.
1: Well, and with with so like with the three of us doing vilification tennis, and Jeremy actually comes to a lot of our shows, uh, and and so I know he I know you're very familiar with what we do, but like yep. we definitely try to have heel characters we try to have people who are you know sweethearts who come out and try to win the audience that way Tim is definitely taking on a very similar role to you mm-hmm. in that he's in charge of all the matches but has to deal with the hecklers and has to like you know and so if somebody is coming in and causing a disruption mm-hmm. you know that's something that you know he would have to handle or whoever's hosting at the time would have yep. to handle and so that really basically falls to you mm-hmm. uh, is, you, you have refs though yep and so you're not refing the matches correct and so do the refs feel like, is that something that, like, if there's hecklers, do they ever take that role on? Or is it really just you? Uh,
3: not really. When there's a match going on, it's mostly just the wrestlers that will that will deal with it. Hmm. Um, we have had, you know, it's just, there's a lot of bullshit that has even happened at our shows. Because no matter how you try to uh, to be, if there's someone that just sees, oh, pro wrestling, I can, mm-hmm. I'm from this little town that is, that every pro wrestling thing that I've ever seen I can be a racist scumbag. Yeah, I can be, I yeah. Can, I can slap women's asses and whatever. And it's, it's, they come to our show and they kind of miss what's happening around them. Yeah. And for instance, at First Avenue, there was, uh, there was a time that there was a, uh, uh, some dipshit who somehow, somehow, uh, I mean, I've been going to concerts at First Avenue for the majority of my life. Yeah, and they have excellent security there. Yeah, so I don't know how this person—this was years and years uh, ago—got a tin of cocktail weenies into. into And uh, so it starts out funny, but uh, he, who he decided to throw them at, uh, was Arya Davari, who uh, is a Persian guy and you could think possibly hey he may he might be muslim so oh, you are pork they're pork set. oh they're like oh. they're like
1: yeah. Vienna sausages so
3: Oh, yeah. gross. So, uh, yeah, so we had to, you know, we've had to deal with that sort of thing. Uh, but f- like First Avenue security is excellent. Yeah. And
1: they don't fuck around. When
3: I, I when, mean, if you're in a room of, A yeah.
0: 100 people, at least one of them's an asshole. That's true. That's they, true. They, that's you true. just know that.
3: I mean, we're at a table of four people here. And sure. I know at, that, least at least one of us is an asshole. Two of us. I, I know for certain i I'm which counting two. four,
1: but that's <laughs> just me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, for, for instance, that or any other kind of situation, Uh We can easily just go to a First Avenue security person and say, that guy's got to go. Yeah. And they will swim through the crowd extremely quickly and get them the hell out. Mm -hmm. Um, That's happened on a number of occasions. Um, There has been just some, again, uh, somebody who decides that it's because there's, you know, a thousand people crowded around a ring. It's a good excuse to try and cozy up to someone. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah.
3: And... uh, it's again, it's the sad thing is with just in society in general is that a lot of folks would just kind of take it for the time being and say, I had a bad time because of this. Oh, yeah, and we have to jump in and say, anytime you feel uncomfortable, anytime anyone touches you without your consent, any of this, yeah, find one of us. There's like my myself, I'm easy to find, there's a number of. Uh, of First wrestling staff that's that are easy to find. You can go to Allie who does our merch. Mm-hmm. She's easy to find and can get information to us and we can make a decision and say that person's got to go. Well
1: and so like I can see a lot of especially uh, especially women and other minority genders yep. uh, feeling w- worried about that because one of the things that happens is uh, uh, if, if you, like, if I'm at a club mm-hmm. and a guy starts harassing me mm-hmm. and then I tell him to get the fuck away from me, we can both get thrown out. Mm-hmm. And so like, I can absolutely see somebody being like, I just have to take it because I don't want to get thrown out. Yeah. I don't, don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't yep. want to get in trouble. I don't want to lose. I don't want to make everyone have the worst day of yeah. their job. Like, yep. And so like it, 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 I am, I'm really glad that you guys create that safe space
3: I mean we tr- we try and of course we we've fallen down on the job well, I'm yeah. sure numerous times but again all you can do in life is try to get better and and that's you know for for anything that's just that's wrestling that's your your personal life you just try to do a little better next time.
1: So I know you have been really been to pro wrestling since you were young. Uh-huh. It's been a thing for you. Nick was not so much. Never Tim, been my right bag. What about you? Did, was it something that you got into?
0: No, I never got. I mean, every now and again, I uh, I, I would watch it. There, there is as a as a as a performer, mm-hmm. I, I find pro wrestling fascinating mm-hmm. because it is it's a performance. Mm-hmm. It, it's called sports entertainment. <gasps> well, yeah. Wait a minute. I know. I know. It's it's like the mini. The, it's like. You start with the skepticism of oh this is all fake, and then and then if you can get that switch in your brain and go oh this is all fake, mm-hmm. and and then respect the theatricality of it and the athleticism's not fake. Um, absolutely, the athleticism is is hundred percent real. But the way that they create these these heroes and these villains and and uh, you know well when you get old enough maybe you're not a hero anymore. It's time for you to be a to be to be a heel. That's that you know you kind of age out of the yep. hero. Um, and, 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 that I find fascinating. Mm-hmm. And while I don't, I, I, I find it, uh, I think probably the reason I never got into it too much is because I find it kind of repetitive, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sure. it's, it's the same storyline, just, just played out with different, different people. Mm-hmm. You've, uh,
1: I was just going to say, you, you've got enough repetitive hobbies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <them>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bill 10 is just and a bunch of people throwing, and, you know, yeah, like we do the same, 500 yeah. different fat mom jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh, so so I get it, and and, and so I, I find it interesting, but I never super got got yeah. like in depth to it because I was kind of like, oh, okay, this is the this is the same story again, just with different wrestlers. Yeah,
1: okay. it's one yeah. thing I've always thought was very interesting is how, uh, for example, we recently, you know, the Iron Sheik recently died, mm-hmm. and his he's everyone's. T- tales about him is that he's just such a fucking amazing nice guy mm. but he plays this like real bad guy character or whatever I mean, he, he, uh, was, uh, he
3: was a complete weirdo We well, I mean yes the, but, we, we had him at, at one of our shows a long time ago yeah. uh, just to do uh, just to sell you know yeah. sell pictures and yeah. t-shirts and stuff and talk to people and uh, he had this wonderful we gave him the mic near the end of the night oh no <laughs> and he he comes up and he just stares you know, I really want to thank you all because uh, my life wouldn't have been the same without all you people, and you're all so wonderful. I love you all. And he just went on for about a minute just how much he loves everyone. And he goes, and fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but is he wrong? He knows, I mean, he knows you know, where his Hulk is kind of an I asshole. Think that and that's what I was going to say uh, yeah. is this
3: guy
1: who's like, always like, for a lot of people who our age who yep. watched wrestling when they were younger and they're like, oh, Hulk Hogan, yeah, he's the guy. Like, yeah. he's a he's a real good, he's a hero. He's a good guy. He's a, he's
0: like, a, shit. He's yeah. a terrible person. I never, I never thought that about he Hulk
3: got, Hogan. He got the biggest push from uh, Vince McMahon because he saw what a draw he was both mm-hmm. in Japan and here in uh, the Twin Cities at uh, the AWA Yeah and uh, just basically offered him more money to, to leave and uh, join the the WWE.
1: So is Eric Cannon the yeah. Vince McMahon of first wrestling? No, no.
3: There is, there is no commissioner character. So there's no, like, a, who's
1: deciding who oh, plays the matches? Who's making those? Eric,
3: he, Eric he does, does that. Like, yeah.
1: Because yep. I know you also did a thing with Effie. Yep. And that was Effie doing all of the curating.
3: Well, so the, the Effie thing uh, actually didn't work out because that was... It was just kind of uh, Effie is kind of the most famous indie queer wrestler out there, yeah. uh, and he does this thing called Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Uh, generally at uh, larger events like a, a WrestleMania weekend or one of the big AEW shows like All Out, uh, there's gonna there's always a ton of indie shows that happen the the week leading up to generally mm-hmm. the, the Saturday or Sunday night pay per view. And so one of the one of his shows that he started about five years ago, I think, was called Big Gay Brunch, and it just is a uh, kind of a morning show, instead of uh, instead of afternoon or evening. Mm-hmm. And uh, he serves brunch. Uh, and He's super gay, and he's super gay, and <laughs> a, he brings in a lot of queer talent. Yeah, and he just kind of it's, he showcases a lot of folks who don't necessarily get out of necessarily their bubbles. Uh, there's a, there's a number of, of folks that. Do, but a lot of them are kind of like, I only work in the Northeast or I sure. only work in the Southwest. And so,
1: did he work with Eric Cannon then on that to get that no, to be no, under the first no, wrestling there's... name, or is it not under first wrestling? Oh,
3: it's not under first wrestling at all. No, this is this is just his own his own thing. Interesting. There's, a, there's a, like I said, there's a billion different. Yeah, promotions I always that assumed that out. they were linked. Nope, nope. It's uh, no F, F. literally a billion. There's F. literally literally <laughs> an billion. actual number. That's true. And Effie is Effie is Effie. You know, yes yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Um, no, I was going to be. Uh, I was going to help him uh, ring an in uh, Liverpool. Yeah. When my wife and I were on uh, our European vacation, uh, but then there was a train strike. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. And I, I texted him. I said, "Man, I'm not going to be able to get up from London to to Liverpool." And he said. Oh man, that sucks. But uh, solidarity, I guess. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah,
1: up, the, up the workers. Uh, so, is there anything about? Is there? I mean, so people who are listening to this, who maybe are in the Twin Cities or you know somewhat local, who can maybe come out to a show. Yeah. When's your next show?
3: Our next show is kind of a, a weird one. It's, okay. It, it, so it, it depends on when this is coming out. But uh, October. Couple tw- weeks. Okay, October twenty second. So we'll miss that. Uh, <laughs> you know, just just a few weeks ago, October twenty second. <laughs> Uh, no,
0: this. no, this will come out before October
1: 20
3: Oh, oh how exciting. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we are good at planning. This will
1: be
0: coming out on October 17th. Oh, my
1: gosh. Ooh, God. Ooh you can come see a show oh, October uh, 22nd.
3: That uh, is actually at, uh, what's it called? Um Anoka. <laughs> So there's a there's a oh. town yeah a town in Minnesota called Anoka. It is uh, they they just decided that they would become the Halloween capital of it's the world a, a, and the
4: racism capital of yeah. Minnesota. Oh, so,
3: right. <laughs> well, luckily we're in a, a tent and no, uh, <laughs> that's Saint Cloud. Come on, <laughs> that's a, that's a
4: uh,
3: but we do uh, we did a, show, a deal there last week or sorry last year. Uh, we do an all ages show mm-hmm. uh, in the afternoon and they, Kids uh, wrestling? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> Four
3: kids. That's uh, okay. The kids are a lot more flexible, mom. I'd
1: love to see kids wrestling. Now their
3: bones heal really quickly. Yeah,
0: they they are close to the ground, so and they then, don't they don't get damaged nearly <laughs> as bad him when him they fall.
2: Choke him out. out.
3: <laughs> and then an adult and adults only show uh, at night. Uh, and that one was again. We're we're having a little more fun with it. Uh, we did a whole thing with uh, folks dressed as uh, uh, Scooby and Shaggy fighting uh, these ghosts.
1: Yeah, that's got stupid. I love unmasked
3: it. Unmasked at the end, and uh-huh. uh, we did uh, uh, one of those. It's
0: Old Man Bachman. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> one of those, uh, you know, those um, uh, inflatable dinosaur oh, costumes. Yeah. Yeah. We found two that were different. <laughs> Uh, different nice. uh, markings so, so you can
1: see the difference those were, able to,
3: those were able to fight uh, and then the evening we did uh, the same thing except with uh, more adult stuff so like naked were, dinosaurs no oh. <laughs> there was like a Michael Myers like ah, slowly like, chasing sure. someone around and doing the, the uh, uh, free range Kara who is a, uh, oh, she's kind of a farmer gimmick yeah, yeah. And uh, she did the whole final girl kind of, like, running and just stumbling. And yeah. Ah,
1: I'm so scared. She looks, she, her outfit that I've seen her in is like the girl from House of a Thousand Corpses a little bit. So actually, <laughs> yeah. like, that's perfect. Like, that's, that's great.
3: But, so we're doing that on October 22nd. We have uh, another, we have a show at the uh, Lynn Lake uh, VFW, the James Ballantyne VFW. Mm-hmm. That is going to be the first weekend in December. And then we have uh, Palooza, which is going to be two nights in January. Uh, January thirteenth and fourteenth, Saturday and Saturday Sunday nights at First Avenue.
1: How do you throw someone out of an outdoor show?
3: Uh, well, that's so. First off, that was a tent. <laughs> the one in Anoka it's a tent.
1: Okay, they so you to can to you get
3: can, into the tent, so you can they, get them out of the yeah. tent. Okay. Uh, we've had pretty good luck uh, not having to throw out a lot of people out of of, of shows, but uh, outdoor shows generally there is a building. <laughs> Yeah. Somewhere near, nearby and there are, we put up fences and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Is it, so like, do you, man, like, do you have a lot of people that, I know you said the thing with the with the the horrible sausage king of Chicago, like <laughs> throwing gross sausages yeah. around, like. But yeah. like, are there are, do your wrestlers have mm-hmm. people like on their no fly list? Like, do, I mean, because I'm assuming they have crazed fans and yeah. like people who they don't want to see in the audience. Like, yeah. do you have things like that?
3: Uh, luckily, there's not a lot of that be- because there is that separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is, you know, if there's there's a ring, so they're a good three feet above. Yeah. you, but there's also generally there are. Uh, fences around uh, around the ring that so our photographers can get around without getting yeah. hit by fans. Uh, when you go to a merch table, there's a table in between the two of you. I'm sure there have been some issues, but you just have to kind of. You know, it's like uh, uh, Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. It's like, be nice. Oh, sure. You, know, you move them out, and you have to be nice until you're not nice anymore.
1: Like if, for example, maybe somebody who is, like, locally famous for sexually <laughs> harassing a bunch of women showed up at the show, yeah. you could get rid of them pretty easily. Allegedly. Yeah. I, I allegedly. mean, allegedly. Allegedly. Famous allegedly.
2: allegedly. Famous for
3: allegedly Famous for allegedly
1: making music and also harassing I several see people. I
4: what
3: you're doing
1: here. Yeah, I see. yeah. This is like
3: the 60 Minutes them. version of... That's right. Subtle. guys.
1: Right. Very subtle. That's something everyone says about me.
3: You put the B in something. Well,
1: I'm, in any event, uh, uh, if you're curious, Google it and
3: uh, <laughs> like think
1: of a mall in Minnesota, um, and then think of uh-huh. like what you might describe somebody who's like, like a, a really a, famous uh like a, celebrity. Like a subpar.
0: Yeah. That one, that one listener in Germany is going to be like the only mall in Minnesota I know is the Mall of America.
1: Who's Rosedale mega celebrity? <laughs> uh, anyway, Rosedale mega celebrity is a piece of shit, and I'm glad you kicked them out. <laughs>
3: yeah. No, it, that, that was again. That was just uh, with that situation, talking around that situation uh, mm-hmm. because people are litigious. They are. Uh, it was situ- it was a, a thing where uh, that person, uh, after having been called out a few years ago. Uh, kind of disappeared a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but lately, they have been trying to kind of get back into the public eye. They've uh, they Hold on, tried Lil to have Louis
1: C.K.
2: They just tried to up. have
3: a show in uh, in Minneapolis that uh, uh, they said, "Oh no, that it got canceled by yep. by the venue," and uh, they you know kind of swung it as, "Oh uh, yeah, there was just too much interest, so we have to move to a bigger <laughs> yeah. venue," yeah. Uh, which ended up being like. A casino in Wisconsin in a tiny room. We
1: row. had to move to a bigger venue yeah. that isn't in the city. Yeah.
3: Uh, so, anyway, uh, he is around and he does make a lot of people uncomfortable when he's around, them, just yeah. given his history. So, uh, a number of uh, women went up to Allie, who is, again, our, our march person.
1: Who you obviously make very clear yep. people
3: should go to if they feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. And, and uh, said, hey, this person is, is, is here. Are you going to? Do anything about it, and we were like, "Oh shit!" So nice. we had a quick uh, Eric and I, and uh, a couple other people had a quick conversation, just texting each other because we're <laughs> yeah. we're all like hundreds of feet from yeah. each other, uh, and made the decision. But you know, we asked the uh, the staff of the uh, of the venue to please remove him, uh, and we didn't see what was going on. And then I went up to I went up between some matches, and I said, "Hey, you know what? We have." We absolutely try to make sure that this is a uh, safe space, TM but, type but thing. Truly, but uh, sometimes we have absolutely fallen down. We have booked some people that it turned out to be complete assholes. Mm-hmm. But we just we don't book them anymore. It,
4: it's not it's not for a lack of listening and trying. It's yeah. not for it's not because you yep. you don't care. It's because. Nobody's perfect, and yeah. and mistakes get made, mm-hmm.
1: or yeah. things get uncovered about a person oh, yeah. that you did yeah. not know. Yep. Totally, like I don't know, maybe you downloaded a bunch of their songs that you really yeah. used to
3: like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so the, so basically, as I was as I was saying, hey, this person uh, has got to get out. Yeah, uh, the staff of the venue had uh, basically cornered him in a parking lot and said, "You got to go." So, and
1: stay out of Woolworths. Stay, stay out of Riverdale. <laughs> That's great. Well, I I think if you're listening to this and you have ever been curious about seeing, I mean, to be perfectly honest, a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Like that is really a word that comes to mind. I I saw an outdoor show last year. I had a fucking great time uh it's it's really fun and uh i am not a person who likes professional wrestling or would call myself a wrestling fan by any means other than my brother and i used to watch it when we were small children because it was on on sunday mornings you know but uh it's it's really great and uh jeremy john maddening is a delightful character truly and uh, you yeah. are uh, one thing I will say that we didn't really get into is uh, the 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 thing to do is to boo him yeah. everybody boos him and gives him the finger people make signs fuck you John Madden yeah. it is and it's all up because they love him and it's it's
2: I hope I've, so <laughs> I've never seen an
1: announcer mm-hmm. play a heel mm-hmm. in that way before yeah. and it's it's really a unique thing that I, I find to be just absolutely delightful uh, and and his own his own wife does it yeah. so you no, yeah. it's okay. It so
0: it's typecasting. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. It yeah.
3: is it is strange uh, going to a, a completely different town, you know, 5 6 hours away yeah. and putting on a show and coming out and having nobody boo. Be- <laughs> oh <laughs>
2: like, yeah.
3: Am I, oh. am I am I going deaf here? What's going yeah. on here?
1: <laughs> like when we did the Ville show at that plumbing convention.
2: <laughs> and it was like, "Oh,
1: and Tim did his whole like, if you those of you who <laughs> aren't easily offended will be" there was like crickets and we're like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: but we, we got it
0: was,
4: paid it paid really well so one member of our cast went out of his way to write like five plumbing puns <laughs> that were like hyper specific jargony puns mm-hmm. and they fucking loved that <laughs> yeah. like it was the one time when you can say uh, is that, that, that Bill Show Bob fucking killed?
2: Is oh that, my is goodness. That, Wait a second. Is yeah. that
0: lesson right to your audience? <laughs> yeah. You're getting paid by a plumbing convention right to your audience. Absolutely. So
1: you can find First Wrestling on Facebook, uh, F1RST Wrestling. And do you guys have a, fa- like a Facebook, website? Instagram, Twitter? Instagram, Twitter.
3: Uh, and a link tree, which oh. is available, You know, which is do you guys, kind of the easiest thing to do. You do you need
1: a blue sky invite?
3: Uh, no, I have I will
1: <laughs> so be okay. You can find them on the socials, and honestly, there's a lot of good YouTube videos too. Uh, yep. If you want to see some fun, yeah. I, if you want to see some examples of how it goes down,
3: absolutely, yeah. Just uh, F one RST wrestling on all of your favorite and least favorite social media platforms,
1: and uh, that brings us to an amazing time. It is five questions from Jeremy Starnberg. Yeah. Jeremy has been on the show a whole fucking bunch, and he's already answered our five questions, mm-hmm. so he gets to write us five questions. And he wrote all five of them.
4: Gas
0: room. I saw true. the fifth one yes. happening. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but we don't know what they are. I'd we don't. know. It's a complete uh, surprise.
3: Yeah.
1: We've never seen. We actually sometimes we see them ahead of time, and these are all complete surprises. So, yeah. Jeremy, uh, uh, I'm going to start us off. Take us away with question one.
3: All right. What is your favorite thing about your house? Mine is just that it's we're the highest point in the neighborhood, so our basement doesn't ever flood. Ooh, I we, we
1: talk about that a lot. We,
4: yeah. We, we do talk about that a lot. Favorite
1: thing about our house?
4: Hmm. Mm. I, uh,
0: I like the fact that our, our master uh, bedroom is, is gigantic. Um, you know, we have a king size bed that takes up not even a quarter of the room. Oh, dang. And, and we have two huge walk in closets, and mm-hmm. we have, a, we have a, our own master bathroom, and, and then another closet for, for linens. It's just, it's, it's super, super nice. It's a nice room.
1: Gosh, I think my favorite thing about our house is uh, our backyard. Mm. Uh, you have, we have, you a, have a really good backyard. Yeah, we've got it. When we bought the house, it already had you know like a deck and a patio, and uh, we don't a have pergola. any. Yep, we have a pergola. We we Nick built a bunch of flower boxes when we moved in. We've done a shit ton of work on the yard, mm. put in a new fence, refinished the deck, like by ourselves. It, it's uh, I, and I love being out there. It's really it's really great. Yeah.
4: I think. Uh, it might be our neighborhood and the Ooh, proximity yeah. I almost said to that. like, there's a bus stop across the street from us in both directions. We're two blocks from a grocery store and a, a, a decent amount of, of good restaurants. A liquor store. We're within a mile of like eight different pizza places. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, a
1: library,
4: uh, uh, 10 minutes from a target 15 minutes from an ikea and the mall of america Less than a like, mile from a lake yeah mm-hmm. it's and bike paths that go the entire stretch of the city start two blocks from oh, us oh and
1: another great thing about our neighborhood is mm-hmm. there are like guys with super loud cars and they drive <laughs> them so fast it's yeah. like it's really attractive you and, get, yeah,
4: and we really, excited. really we really lucked out in the neighbor department too yeah
1: yeah
3: well, and when they turn that golf course into a sex forest, I mean... Oh, that, I can't wait. That's going to be great. Oh, my
1: God. Someday.
3: Uh, yeah. Question number two. How many motor vehicles have you owned, and which is or was your favorite? Now, oh. I've owned a 1978 Dodge Aspen, a 1985 Dodge Charger, a 1980 Volvo 264, a, 19, a 2002 Yamaha Vino, a 2005 uh, Saturn SL... Or, or Sorry, a 2001 Saturn SL1, uh-huh. a 1999 Saturn SL, SL1 a 2004 Genuine Stella, a 1963 Vespa VNB, a 1999 VW Eurovan, a 2009 Saturn View, a 2013 Fiat 500, and a 2015 Subaru Forester.
1: And that's why you said motor vehicles. Yep. You said Vespa, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. All that's,
2: right, motor vehicles. That's
3: that's my favorite.
4: My first car was a uh, Ford Taurus station wagon oh, okay. that I had for like two months before the transmission dropped out. Oh, no. And then I had a Ford Taurus uh, sedan, uh, and then every car since then has been one that Molly and I own together. So I'll say a Kia Soul and a Kia Nero, and
1: a VW Passat,
4: and a VW Passat. Yeah,
1: we got that black Jeep from my sister. What? Uh, that was yours. Card. That was <laughs>
4: yours. I don't want to claim any responsibility for that. Uh, I think. Man, I think the Kia Nero hybrid that we have right now might might be my favorite. It's small enough to get around and has a hatchback for a lot of room, and my head doesn't hit the ceiling when I get in it, which is rare.
1: Nice. What
4: about you, Tim? Uh, I think I counted five. I had a 1980
0: Toyota Corolla, which I got from my parents, which I called the round car because it had, had dents on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, eventually was sold to my brother-in-law, who crashed it and killed it. It otherwise was oh, a great was... car. Whew. I mean, Toyotas. I've had a lot of Toyotas. Grateful for that pronoun there. I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, killed, had a a big a big red Suzu Trooper for a couple of years. Then I had a Ford Explorer for about ten years. A Ford Windstar. Uh, I remember that car. Minivan because I had kids. Uh, and then now I have a, uh, a, a Prius, a Toyota Prius. And the Prius is probably my favorite because yeah. I sure like getting 50 miles to the gallon. Yeah. It's pretty sexy.
1: My, my first car was a Subaru station wagon I got from my uncle that had a Grateful Dead bumper sticker on the <laughs> back of it, which was very embarrassing in 1995. Uh, <laughs> I, I Then I got – I had a Ford Escort. Which I called my escort. We <laughs> like, like, talk about going and getting in, getting in my escort. Yeah, uh, you I have a service. I sold that car when we moved to Chicago because we weren't going to need a car. Uh, and by we I mean me and this other fucking dude. And then uh, uh <laughs> I remember that dipshit. I bought, uh, I got a Subaru Forester that that was my favorite car. That was a manual transmission, yeah. and I absolutely loved it. And it it eventually got to the point where the air conditioning didn't work, and you had to drive it with the heat blasting mm-hmm. in the summer so that it didn't overheat. <laughs> but it was a great car. And then we had. Uh, Oh gosh! After that,
4: you had a Scion TC. I
1: had a Scion TC in root beer color, which Ooh. was purple, not root beer. Uh, I I had a we had a VW Passat. We had a I had a silver Kia Soul that I called Phasma. It looked like Phasma's yeah. helmet. I and I that's close tie for my other favorite car. I loved mm-hmm. that car, but we sold that to be able to buy this house, and so <laughs> yeah. now I I guess I I drive Nick's car. I don't think of it as our no, car. No, it's
4: our car. We live in the city. Guess. We don't need two cars.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I really I really loved that that Subaru Forester. It was the old style too, when it yep. it looked more like a station wagon and not whatever it is now. Like,
0: Hope that backyard's worth it, Molly. It yeah. is. It is. I love okay. Subarus.
3: They're and I am a suburban lesbian soccer mom, so
1: I I, I very why. much yeah so. yeah.
3: Uh, number three, yeah. what, what was the first record album or cassette or CD, or CD that you bought with your own money? Oh man, I have no idea. Mine was a uh, an album of uh, Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison. I was a strange kid uh, that still has the cellophane on it and still has the old Musicland
1: sticker. Oh wow! On it.
3: <laughs> uh, Weird Al, even worse. Oh nice.
1: You uh, 2 Octung Baby. Mm-hmm. That was the first album I bought myself. The first album I ever owned was. Uh, uh, Tears for Fears, songs from the Big Chair. Wow. I got it for Christmas from Santa. I don't know why.
3: <laughs> I got Mickey Mouse Disco. I don't know. <laughs> I still,
1: I still maintain that Santa might have been doing drugs and mixed up huh. whose stocking that cassette was supposed to go into.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, I literally, it was in the seventies sometime. Yeah, I, it was probably like, and it was a tape. It was a cassette tape. Probably, so was mine. probably ABBA probably yeah. mm-hmm. but i i can't say for certain what the first one that I ever owned was and it was a cassette tape I had a couple of record albums but mostly cassettes I there remember not- I
1: took I took the cassette liner notes and I, I taped them up in my locker you know with all the lyrics oh, oh sure. you yeah. know what all the
0: actually I've, I'm gonna change my answer oh. I think I do know what it was it was a, a group called Celtic Stone which was a a, a renaissance festival oh, sure. of course it my was. first year at the renaissance that festival that makes sense I, I think that might have been the first hey. tape you didn't I ever buy bought. a tape until you were like 16, 17 years old yeah I didn't, I didn't either I, I, made, oh, I, guess I, was I 15. made I made I made mixtapes off the radio like normal huh. people. Yeah, me too. Well,
3: yeah. My know, dad had everything. I, I saw you were poor.
4: You you might think <laughs> that it's it's more embarrassing to have a Renfest band as your first purchase, but you know Abba's a Nazi band, so <laughs> probably better. Than, Google it. That's Ace of Base.
2: You said Ace of Base oh, was is a Nazi Ace of Base. band. Oh. God damn it! They, they can't get all be wow. these Swedish Nazi
4: bands. I get Jeez. them confused.
0: It's Bob true. Is, Bob is Swedish.
3: Question four. Question four. Do you have one favorite piece of clothing? Uh, oh, yeah. I have a, a, a t-shirt from Bombas, and it is the most soft, comfortable thing that has ever been on my body.
1: A Bombas t-shirt can get you anything <laughs> that you might like. It's very comfortable on your body, as are their socks. Bombas. Uh, bombas.com.
0: This show is not sponsored by Not Bombas. sponsored Don't by Bombas. Don't tell anybody. <laughs>
1: Yes, these overalls. I'm wearing them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have them in two colors, but this one is the one I like the best. Those are
3: from Duluth Trading, they Company, from I Duluth imagine. Trading yeah. Company, They are from Duluth Trading
1: Company. They are rust colored. They are the heirloom garden bib overalls. Mm-hmm. They are... I literally get complimented by a stranger every single time I wear them. It's...
2: Nice
4: pretty close someone will
1: be like oh my god i where did you get those overalls and and is it's it's a constant <laughs> it's conversation been like across
4: the street while we're walking the dog
1: i love your overalls where did you get them yeah no <laughs> like, it's they're they are the best i live in them in the in the summer i wear them with a tank top or just a sports bra in the winter i wear leggings under them and mm-hmm. i wear long sleeves they are amazing cool
0: i have a, a purple long sleeve shirt and kind of a like a like a long underwear uh fabric
1: the waffle uh,
0: fabric, yeah, the waffle fabric that is super comfortable. The elbows are nearly worn out um, because I just every time it gets clean, I
4: put put it on and then put it in the wash so I can put it on again. There you go. I uh, I have a I had a hoodie that's like old enough to vote mm-hmm. that had a bu- I put a bunch of patches and I studded out some of the sleeves and in your stuff.
1: Twenties or early, yeah, 20s.
4: yeah. That that is is it's you know it should be burned probably (laughs) and i uh in the fairly recently in the last year i think i have been replacing it with a vest that i've been sewing and, and putting together and so i've got like a big back patch on there and and uh just like a denim, black denim vest like eight that have been. rows of
1: studs across yeah, the, the back the, of the shoulders. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's it's uh it's very comfortable and and uh it's uh it's got armorish qualities.
1: Enamel pins and stuff, it's dope. People, yeah, it's, it looks really cool. It's a battle yeah. vest for sure. Good,
4: good,
3: good uh, patches on there. All right. Uh, question number five. What is your favorite song about geeky matters? Our uh,
1: favorite song yeah. about geeky matters. For, in, for instance, yeah.
3: mine is uh, Queen did a song called 39, which was by Brian May, who has a doctor of astrophysics, hmm. and it's about time dilation. Oh.
1: Oh. Um.
4: <sighs> White and Nerdy, maybe? Oh,
1: <laughs> that's a good one. I I'm to...
4: thinking, uh,
0: I, I just, I don't want to pick one of my own songs. Although,
3: I mean, nobody wants that. So.
0: Yeah, surprisingly, a
4: lot of people, a
3: lot of people do
2: yeah. want that. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
4: I have to make rid-
1: sure I get the I have to make sure I get the title people. right because uh, that is the that is my chick. No, that's not the one. Uh, there's a Led Zeppelin song about the Lord of the Rings. Oh,
2: uh, at oh, least one. Yeah.
1: Uh, there's there's one that's like it's like uh, uh, the Queen of night came to town and I just yeah I, yeah. I can't think of the I can't think of the title of it right now. Uh, it is wonderful and and <laughs> I, I I haven't uh, as every people who listen to the show might know I I haven't read the Lord of the Rings. I tried. And didn't like them uh and decided that Dragonlance was better.
3: <laughs> I didn't like so, the Lord, I didn't like didn't the rings. Like the rings. <laughs> you still don't like the Lord.
1: Uh but uh yeah, uh, I'll have to see if I can figure out exactly what song it is called, and I will I will say it. But it is it is great. I you love it. You can put very that on much. the
3: outro, you can edit edit that in.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We do a lot of editing on this show. longtime <laughs> listeners will be very aware of this classic way.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Oh, 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 she blinded me with science. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. I, I just,
4: uh, that, that song, it's a banging song. In, um, science. In Ramble On, Zimmer- they talk about the deepest. It's the, the, the,
1: the Battle deepest. of Evermore. Okay. okay. It's the Battle of Evermore.
4: Because they they name drop like Gollum yes. and shit they in like it, I think in like a, three different songs a lot. Yes. It's yeah. a lot.
1: There's a song where he goes, yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, ramble on is the one where he's like, I uh, I met a girl so fair, but Gollum, and
2: the evil one, <laughs>
1: stepped up and kept away with her. It's like Gollum stole your girl. That's really not Gollum's deal. <laughs> like, that's kind yeah. of
4: embarrassing for you that like Gollum stole your girl. It's yeah, right, just yeah, more maybe about you. She had you. a ring.
1: Who knows? Gollum snuck up and was like hey ditch that zero and get (laughs) with the
4: precious
1: (laughs) we can't be taking her we must (laughs) (laughs) that's great well Jeremy thank you so much for being on the show Uh, as always it's a pleasure to have you and again go to First Wrestling and see their things and go to their shows they are uh, honestly some of the best fun you can have for the amount of money that you pay
2: sure
1: (laughs) Uh, we are Geeks the God you can find us on Facebook on Blue Sky uh, on our website. We are wherever you get your local podcasts, or you're not local. We're just where you get podcasts. We're, we're, the internet, yeah, the internet. We're oh, on the, the internet.
0: internet. I hear that's going to be a big someday. We're in I all hear they the have different it on computers now. Yeah, we're wow. in all the
1: tubes. Like if you go to the tubes, we're in them. Uh, and uh, you know, tell your friends about us, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday with another fantastic episode.
0: So fantastic.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye in this corner god and all the angels and in this corner the geeks without god
4: we, we win right there's nobody over there
3: we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without god we're geeks we're geeks we're geeks without god we don't recognize moral authority we don't accept divine superiority
1: we're geeks geeks without god Need more Geeks Without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. Social media! We're Geeks, we're Geeks, we're Geeks Without God. We're
0: Geeks, we're Geeks, we're Geeks Without God. We're Geeks, Geeks Without God. I am Iron Man. I'm gonna take a